Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Parker Emerald, and this is The Conversation Station. Today's guest is a police lieutenant from Gardena, California. With over 20 years in law enforcement, he has amassed a wealth of experience, expertise, and unwavering commitment to serving and safeguarding his community. He's a proud father and respected and dedicated leader who serves his community with integrity and professionalism. So without further ado, let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Eric Hyde. Welcome on, sir. Hey, thanks, Parker. I appreciate it. That was uh, Man, this is I, our, uh, our second time doing this. I yeah, am so amped ago. for this. Uh, yeah. Was it a year ago? Feels like it. I don't know. A lot's happened. Probably. Then. It was yeah. probably around, it was around a year ago. But it, it, it's crazy because the show has, you know, evolved since then. Um, my intros have gotten a bit better. That's, that's, that's what I'm happy about. <laughs> that was it's, good. It's perfect. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to have you on here. This is fun. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, Parker. And once again, I, I know I said it before, but dude, you kick ass. You're doing a great job. Super proud of you. Uh, for those who don't know, who didn't listen before, I went to school with uh, Parker's dad. I went to college. I happened to be wearing my UC Davis uh, shirt. Uh, graduated from there a long time ago, uh, but that's how I know Parker. Is, uh, uh, I used to run track with his dad. I used to kick his dad's butt back in the day in track. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, we had a we had a really good conversation last time, just around all these things in terms of leadership. Um, and I'm I'm just excited to get to do it again. And I always like when I get to have guests on for that second time because it's 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 not as unfamiliar as before. You know, I've talked to them, um, and so I'm just excited to get this rolling. I'm just so. What do you want to talk about? Let's let's figure out where we want to start with this because we have so many things to talk about. We do as a, and I know you know I'm a talker. I know you're a talker. Um, you know, if if it's been almost a year since we spoke, a lot has happened. I was in a. Um, very different space last time um, as it relates to uh, my, my job. Um, for those who don't know, I was diagnosed with PTSD. Um, and this last year has been a, a year of challenge, growth, um, and, and definitely uh, I'm in a better place based on many factors uh, that, that with some help that I've received, uh, some things I've been doing. So, I mean, we can talk about anything you want. You know, we can talk about uh, what's happening in the world. I'm still doing my newsletter, uh, the Tobin Report. I do that for fun. Um, you know, it's all things money. And, uh, but, but I will say this, one thing I found is that what you set your mind to in life is what you end up doing if you push hard and set your mind to it. And so, um, and I see that you're doing that. You're crushing it with your podcast. So, uh, I don't know. We'll talk about yeah. anything, baby. Yeah, man, I know. So this summer, you know, just kind of, stopped with the podcast not intentionally it just kind of happened um but then it was a very conscious decision um i i just i but it was also on a whim i decided that you know what i'm gonna do 30 podcast episodes in 30 days and see what happens so uh doing that for the month of september i'm excited i'm adding some new elements to the show doing um these episodes but then i'm gonna do a uh, a, sh a show which Probably by the time this releases, the first one of that 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 uh, side show almost will be coming out. And I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's just going to be me sharing my thoughts and opinions and just kind of talking about what I want to talk about. Um, which all which and it, and it might be a regular podcast one day, and then I'm reacting to like some whatever's going on in the world the next. But I, I think I'm going to call it like the I'm Roll Experience or something like that. Yeah. Um, just you know, you know what's interesting is what I find is because I listen to a lot of podcasts. And some of those, and there's quite a few that I listen to where they, they interview people 90% of the time. And every couple months, they'll do a, an, an episode where it's just them talking about the things they've learned or whatever their insight is, whatever their expertise is. So I dig that idea. And I think if you did something that was like, you know, you know, the 10 something or other, something about like when they say the top five, the top 10, whatever, because as a listener, I'm thinking, okay, cool. There's some good insight that we're going to. We're going to boil it down to these three things, five things, ten things. And there might be more on that topic, but it, for me as a listener, it always draws me in because I want to hear the one thing, then we move on. What's the next thing, you know? And so for you, there's been such a growth curve that, that I'd, love to, I'd love to hear that. And, and, and as you wrap up the things that you've learned or the people that you've interviewed, I think that would be very insightful. And I, I know I would, I would be a listener for sure. For sure. And so my, um, my entire goal with it is to do one minimum a week. 
Um, probably use it to fill, fill some of the days where I can't necessarily get a guest um, and just sit there and talk. And I might even, for something like that, I might invite, you know, a friend or someone who just to come on and talk with me, talk through these things on a more personal level. So I'm excited for that one just because it's something I want to do and I just decided that that's what I'm going to do. Um, and uh, I'm excited at home. I kind of revamped the podcast studio this week, so it looks way better than before, but I revamped it and then I had to take everything to a coffee shop to, yeah. uh, to record. Um, I mean, the platform you're using is different than before. and I, I like it. I logged in quick and easy. It asked were we doing me. Zoom last time? Um, it might have been Zoom. It, it definitely wasn't what we're on right now. And so it, what's, what's beautiful is like, as with any business, you just, you move forward, you add one new piece, you improve this, you improve that. And just slowly, next thing you know, a year later, you sound like your intro is better. You're using better equipment. Uh, it it yeah. sounds better. You're, you've got another year of experience, which for you, you just doubled your experience. If, you know, if you've been doing this two years, I don't know how long. But one more year, you just doubled it. And I love when I, like, for example, you said you're just going to do like one a week, whether you've got people, guests or not. And I think that's huge because you just you just do it as if nobody's listening. And there are, obviously. But you just add more. You add more. And next thing you know, another year from now, and, and I know you have your metrics, you probably will have doubled or tripled or quadrupled your, your viewers and listeners. Totally. Yeah, and so what I was saying is, so the, the episodes where I'm just sharing whatever I'm doing, at least for this month, will be once a week, but a minimum, and I'll try to do, you know, I'll do more than that, probably two or three a week, but then I am doing 30 episodes in 30 days, so the other days yeah. will be guests, which it's kind of insane. So the show, the show idea kind of came out of, first, I thought it would be cool, and also necessity, so that, uh, so that when I can't get a guest, um, I still have something to do, yeah. you know, and I still get to achieve, you know, my goal. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm, and I'm excited because I want to, because I want to be able to create content with all of the things that I'm learning in the content game around scripting around these different things. And so I'm just trying new formats, um, and seeing how it goes. And I feel like, I feel like people will like those cause I do like when people are sharing their opinions. Um, and, and, but, but it's also kind of a, it's an opening, it's a, it's a vulnerability as well because I'm now opening up to, I'm not just agreeing with what a guest is saying, I'm saying this is what I believe, you know? Right. This is what's important to me. So it, it's, an, it's an interesting thing and I was just talking about that with my last guest, Coach Jay, um, talking to her about it and it's, it's a very, it's a very um, interesting thing to be doing. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're doing, I'm watching and, and I think that's huge and I think that by giving yourself these, these goals. And I, I try this in life. Sometimes I, it doesn't work out, but I just, I reset what I love the 30 day goal because throughout my life I've said, okay, I got to drink more water. Let me go 30 days of drinking a half gallon of water, you know, and sometimes I miss the mark, but at the end of the day, I'm increasing my water intake. Right. So by you setting this challenge, I know you, I know you'll get your 30 in, but what you're doing is you're increasing your experience. Uh, you're getting more exposure. And you're, you're creating these little wins for yourself that allow you to, to set up for the next win, you know? And uh, I think that's a great idea is just setting the goal itself and then, and then, you know, moving forward to get that accomplished. That's huge. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I want to explore with you on here, because it's something that's been on my mind lately, yeah. is when you aren't an entrepreneur and you're an employee, uh, one of the hardest things to navigate is when you're tasked with doing something that you know, doing a type of, doing work that you love to do, but doing it for a cause you disagree with. Ooh, that's a good um, one. So I've been dealing with that a little bit where um, at, at one of my internships, um, I've been, I produced a music video and I loved producing the music video, the editing, but I really dislike the message of the song. Um, and it's, it's one, and it's the best project I've done that I, when I've been there and it's really, really good. Um, but at but like, and the musically it's good. Just the messaging is very fear mongery. It's about the climate. It's about climate change, and it's not like I deny that the the planet isn't getting hotter, but it's warmer. You know, it's more of just the fear mongering, and just it's so it's yeah. so doomsday. And right. I at this point I was just listen, listening to the song the other day, showing my dad the music video, and I I at that point like like I just I just can't I don't like the song 
Um, and it's, it's a bit of an issue for me personally, but I think I, I'm just curious, what is your take on that? How do, how does one navigate that? Because I know I'm trying to navigate it, but I, and, and it's interesting. I've just, I kind of had to detach from the work and just be like, I had to focus on the work I was doing and not what I was doing it for, but it's, it, it really serves as inspiration to work for myself and get to, you know, choose what I, what I do. So, Parker, that's that's huge. That's a that's a good one because um, I'll tell you this. Um, how old you're 16, right? Yeah. So this is a huge lesson for you because you'll get to the point in your life and your career where you'll you have to make a decision. Do I want to do this thing that I don't believe in? I enjoy the 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 topic. I enjoy the the work that I'm doing, but the messaging I don't I don't enjoy. So. When you get to the point in your career where you can navigate and say, pass on this one, but I'll do this one. Pass on that one, but I'll do that one. For you, maybe look at it as the as a means to an end. Meaning, I don't have that luxury yet, right? So maybe I do the project because it gives me experience. Maybe it allows me to see the other side of the coin. Maybe you'll discover things you didn't realize with, with global warming, if that's the case, right? Um, and And really doing your best to say, hey, my job is just to produce this content. I don't have to agree with it, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, or you just pass on the job. And because if it's something that's so like, if the, if the topic that you were asked to do was about, um, was to assist in child exploitation, I, I'm <laughs> making it up. Obviously you would say, no, I'm not doing that. Um, but that's not the case, right? Or, uh, hey, we want to help you save the world with these things that you believe in, you would absolutely do it. And then everything in between. So it really comes down to an internal question. Um, am I furthering my dis, you know, am I furthering something that I don't believe in? Am I contributing to that? And it doesn't sound like that's the case. You're just having to put up with something that you may not agree with. And yeah. putting up with it is probably not such a bad idea. You're exposing yourself to something that you don't like, uh, that you might learn something new and you're sort of developing a, I don't want to say a thick skin, but you're, you're training yourself to, that's life, baby. <laughs> like you're going to do things you don't like doing. Uh, but hopefully you're getting paid. You're definitely getting experience. Um, they're getting to know you. So there's a lot of benefits from doing it anyway. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, and what I'll say is, so, um, it, I, I've been working on it for the last two months. I'm finally done with it which it was very nice to be done with it. Um, but the big, the big component for me was just that, you know, I, I enjoyed the musical elements and like, I put a lot of effort into that video. Um, and, and so at the internship, I'm, I'm, it's at a nonprofit and this, this is a project that they do. Um, and I, I got assigned as the editor. Um, and, and so I just worked on it. But the nice thing is, like, I was working with the director of the of the project, and he's fun. We just kind of laughed the whole yeah. time and had fun with it. Um, but but the nice thing now is that we're going to do another music video this next month. or We're working, but 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 this time I got input on, on which song we did it for. Okay. So, <laughs> and this time it won't be a political song. Um, and so me, I let think... Me ask you, let me ask you, Parker. By, by having finished it and done it in retrospect, do you think that you, by your sticking with it and doing it anyway, do you think that you uh, added value and do you think you gained value within yourself and your business? I think I, I definitely added value. And in terms of gaining value, I think I, more than anything, it gave me a perspective. Um, and it gave me a, a fundamental understanding of that, of that I don't enjoy that kind of messaging, that it's something I don't want to do. Um, and that there's a certain approach that I want to take to these things that, sure. that they aren't taking and that I, that, that in the future I would, I would, I would, that it, it gave me the perspective of, of choice, the perspective of, I don't have the choice now, but, but it, but it gave me perspective as to the choice I would make later. Um, sure. and it, so I think. Like, I, I definitely, like, I enjoyed the process of making that video. I had so much fun on it. Um, it was a lot of fun um, because the people I was working with was fun. And um, it's one of the few projects there where I had creative control, and it was, like, some difficult editing where I actually had to do some, some challenging of myself, and right. I actually got to utilize my skills. Right. Um, and so doing that was a, a, a mental challenge, 
but more than any, but, but, but I, I'm glad that I had to do it. I, I am, I am glad that I had to do it. I, I just think that it is a, an interesting area to navigate. Um, and, and, and you have to navigate where you draw the line. So I, you know, you have to navigate at, at what point do you just say no? Right. That's, that's the real right. question. The yeah. question isn't, isn't whether you're going to get value out of it. Um, or, you know, whatever it is, the question is at what point does this go so far beyond what I believe to be true and what I believe to be right and fundamentally okay that I say no. And, uh, and that video certainly didn't reach anywhere near that, yeah. but it's, it's an interesting thing to think about. It's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a self-awareness check. It's a great, where does that line stand? And, and I'll tell you what's, what will be great is that when you get to that point in life, your career, it could be next week, who knows, you might get offered something that where you're just like, nope, it is, it is uh, far exceeds what I'm willing to do both for my time and what I believe in. And I think what you'll find is that when you, when you cross that path and you make that decision to turn something down, you'll go, okay, now I know, and you'll actually feel good. You'll feel good that like, yeah, I, I decided this was not important to me and didn't didn't fit within my morals or my values or whatever whatever you're using to gauge that um and uh at the same time i think it's it's important to recognize um that you know not everything that we're going to do in life is what we want to do not everything not every assignment i'll tell you right i've been a cop for 20 years and these last few years have have we've seen a lot of uh, change in laws a lot of change in, uh, uh, I don't want to say support by the community, but there have been a lot more scrutiny and a lot more of the liberal left, leftist views want to try to tell us how to do our job. And these are people that don't, don't, don't know anything about policing. So there have been some things implemented that we must do every time we stop somebody or make a traffic stop. And it's, it's, it makes it more difficult. It makes it so that there's data that's given to the leftists so they can now uh, further this idea that cops are are um, uh, racist, right? This is the role, and, and I know I'm going on a tangent, but there's a reason, you know. And so at some point, we have to ask ourselves, like, okay, I'm being asked to do something. I could say no, I don't want to do that, but that means I'm not going to continue working where I work. That means I'm not going to be able to um, stay in this profession. And maybe one day there's going to be something where I draw the line and I say, no, this is too much. I don't believe in it. Um, the laws and the legislature don't support our job enough to where we can be safe. And I have to walk away and do something different. That's a bit extreme, but it's the same idea is that no matter what job you're in and no matter how old you are, you will face these over the years. But hopefully you get better at making that decision as to whether or not this cross, crosses my threshold for or my tolerance for your moral for, line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing is how are you, 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 you can't know where the line is until you, you approach it again and again and I, again. Um, you have to you know so, where that line is. Yeah. So, so you have to look at it from the perspective of there's just as much value in doing something you want to do as something you don't, because mm -hmm. you get to learn what you don't want to do. Um, you get to learn what things don't work. You got to learn what things you, you, you don't want to associate yourself with. Right. And and if 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 you can't see the inherent value in that, I don't know what to tell you because there is there is a fundamental. If you look at it from a fundamental standpoint, you have how are you so how are you supposed to know what you want to do if you don't know what you don't want to do? Because right. there are two there. You you can either get extremely lucky and find out what you want to do on the first try, or you can be realistic and find you know. A bunch of different things you know I don't want to do this I don't want to do that you know I don't want to do this and then you get to the point where now you're slowly cutting down the elements of things you want to do just like with relationships you can't know who you want to spend your time with if you haven't met people who you don't right. you can't because it's data it's it, 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 it's data because if, if I know that I don't want to do this job well then I can take well, what elements did I like the least of that job? Okay, well, then most jobs with those elements, I'm not going to be interested in. So you're collecting data, and so it means that there's value to both sides. Yeah, I, and I'm going to take it a step further, is that it's also a matter of, like, I was thinking of my wine selection when I go to BevMo, right? <laughs> it's a matter of, sometimes I try different wines because I get, I get stuck doing the same things all the time, drinking the same wine, 
And I'll, I don't know what I don't like if I don't step out and maybe I'll discover something new. So by doing jobs that we don't like or that we think we don't want to do, but we do it anyways because we don't meet that. It's not the threshold where I'm going to say no. It's just kind of annoying. I might discover something that I'm like, holy shit, this job was actually badass. You know, this, this, um, you know, and again, I go back to like, it's a lesson of life. Like, like you, Parker, for the next, what is it, I'll be 50 uh, this year. In the next uh, uh, 34 years, uh, you're going to do stuff that you don't like, you don't want to do, but you got to do it anyway. And it toughens you. It builds, a, it builds like a, a, a callus, uh, a, like a mental callus, where then when you're given something to do that you don't like, uh, you don't want to, but it is not that threshold where you're going to say no, you just do it and you move forward and it becomes easier. I used to hate burpees. <laughs> oh, and everyone hates burpees. Everyone hates burpees. I did burpees this morning. I freaking hated it. Yes. It was so, so terrible, yeah, but I did but it anyway. Anyway, yes. And so I went. I go through this, and, and that's where I'm at in my life right now. I'm in this mode of like, the more things I do that suck, that I don't like, the better I'll become at those things that I don't like, right? So, so whenever I go to do a workout in the garage, I think, all right, what am I going to do today? If I always pick the things that I like and that I'm good at, um, uh, then, then I'm not going to get any better. So I hate burpees. So I go through this phase where I'm like, all right, I'm warming up with burpees, right? Hunter burpees, right? And just boom, bang them out. And what I found is that a month in, probably less than that, I'm like, oh, I'm actually getting pretty good at these. I actually don't hate them as much, you know? And so by that same theory, the same logic, you you discover something you wouldn't have done otherwise. You get better at the thing you didn't like or you didn't think you like. And actually, you know, maybe you become the expert, you know? Maybe you become the guy or girl that, that is the, the go-to person for this thing, you know? For burpees. Yeah, for burpees, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not the guy that people come to for burpees. Like, hey, That's probably David Goggins, you know? David um, Goggins, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, well, it's interesting. It reminds me of, uh, you know, what Jocko says, discipline equals freedom. Uh, yeah. and, and the discipline is so important with a lot of these things. Uh, and then I was also thinking of what Goggins says. So when it comes to your values, right, because that's what I'm talking about with the issue I was facing, is it, it's my values, you know. And what he, what he said is, is the reason that I am so sure in myself is because I've tested myself so many times that I know what I believe is true. And so it's like if, you, if, if I fundamentally believe that this is wrong, the only way to truly know that is to be challenged on it again and again and again and again and and to look into it again and again and again and come back with the same result you know yeah. the same answer and you, the night the thing is is you're never going to come back with the same answer you're going to come up with answers over here and answers over here but at the end of the day you've got to understand that if you have these data points across you just kind of take the average and you realize that in most cases, that tends to be true, or in, in X topic, this tends to be true. So uh, I, think, I think it's so important to test your beliefs, and, and, and you know, um, but you know what's funny is when we're talking about, like, you know, Jocko and all these guys, it, it brings me back to my favorite artist right now. My, my cool. favorite, so it's my workout music right now. He's, he's called Akira the Dawn. Have you heard of him? Akira the Dawn, uh, no. No, so he's an Aussie artist who takes interviews with like Goggins or, oh. um, or uh, Jocko or Jordan Peterson, and he turns the, what, the, their powerful lessons into, he'll take their quotes and he'll lay them in over music. What? And I love, it's, that's like right up my alley. I love you that. No, I, yeah, and so I was like, because when I work out, I either listen to music or podcasts. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I want both. <laughs> So, so yeah, he's called Akira the Dawn. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast uh, later this month. A K R no A K I R A. Akira and then D O N for Don. All right, I won't waste your time on this, but I'll look it up later because I like when I work out, which is clearly every day. Um, I uh, why are you laughing? Um, I uh, I listen to either like and, and your brother. I mean your brother, your dad. Your dad and I back in the day, we used to listen to EDM, and I still when I work out, I listen to like that like the techno high volume uh, music or like Jocko uh, Goggins like with music with them just shouting at me in the background and it motivates the shit out of me and so that sounds like it's right up my alley yeah um, no I, I love it oh because, man I'm gonna check that I'm just gonna yeah. this 
subscribe button. Gosh, I wonder if I can, if I could pull it up yeah. and like play it That's for the problematic. audience. But uh, everyone who's listening, just check it out, pull it up, um, uh, and, and know that uh, that I'm gonna try to get that guy on the podcast this month. Um, I, I was posting some stories about him, and he liked the story, so he saw the story when I was like saying how much I enjoyed his music. So now I just gotta now I gotta send him a message um, and be like, "Yo, come on the podcast." Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's huge. That's that would be so badass. I'll tell you what. You know who you gotta get on your podcast? Who? Goggins. Oh, I gotta get yeah, <laughs> dude, dude. Go- I I need to get Goggins amazing. on the show, but like that's like that's like you know. Joe, Joe Rogan has a hard time getting Goggins on the yeah, show. Yeah, dude. Um, and, yeah. And so in in the program, I've been on, I've talked about it on the podcast so many times. But Apogee, yeah. um, they've been trying yeah. to get Goggins on there, and that's high level. You know, they've been trying yeah. to get Goggins. They've had Alex Hormozzi on 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 the Apogee calls, but they've yeah. been trying to get Goggins on for two years, and he's just mm-hmm. so busy. He's I'll, just I'll such what. a busy guy. I bet you. Here's what I believe. I believe that. In order to get Goggins on your podcast, okay, so what I, here, here's, I'm kind of thinking out loud right now. The fact that it's impossible to get Goggins makes me think, okay, it's possible. How do you do it? So what do we know about David Goggins? What we know is that he is all about discipline, consistency, kicking your own ass, being comfortable in an uncomfortable environment. I bet you if you did and I'm not saying that you would need to do this or want to do this, but um, something every day, like if you went running in the morning at like 3 a.m. and you hashtagged him, and then the next day you you did this thing and you mentioned him, it, but, but the whole intention of trying to get him on the podcast saying, hey, I'm doing this because I want you on my podcast. I bet it might take a year, but if you had every single day a request, an official request to get him on, I bet you at some point he'd be like, Dude, who is this motherfucker like, that keeps hashtagging me? He keeps DMing me. Doing X amount of push-ups every day do, until Goggins yeah. comes on my podcast. Doing things that, like, you, but you got to be in pain. You got to be smiling. You got to be in an, a freezing ice bath. You got to go for a 20-mile run. You got to, like, do things that you're like, this is horrible. I hate public speaking, but I'm up in front of 4,000 people saying some stupid stuff, trying to get David Goggins. I bet you he'd be like, dude, how do I reward this person? I got to reward this person. They're, they're killing it. And then okay. you, know, get you, on the you got it. So um, I'll start. I'll, I, I, will, I, will, I will workshop that this month and start that at the end of September because I've got 30 episodes to do this month. But yeah, then, yeah, but then yeah, I, I'll, 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 I'll structure I'll, I'll structure in. I'll figure out what that, what that hard thing is. And I will do that. Every single day, tag Goggins in every yeah. single one of those but it's posts. Just be, but, but here's the thing. It can't just be annoying. Like, if you take a picture and you tag, whatever. I mean, I, I'm sure no, he's not No, it would be like No, it would be like doing, you know, 500 push-ups every day yeah. until Goggins comes on my podcast. You know, doing doing 500 push-ups and an ice bath every single day until yeah. Goggins comes on my But Goggins is the type of guy to, to, to comment on one of those videos being like, being like, oh, you're doing that. He'll, he'll be like, I'm never coming on your podcast, so you keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, then you go, no, no. So the, the thing is, where most people, if they tried this, this was a goal. Because here, you know me, like my view is, and I said this on your last, uh, our last interview, was the hardest decision in life is figuring out what you want to do. But once you figure that shit out, the rest is easy. Just do it, put a plan in place, and move forward and get it done. So once you decide, you know what? I want Goggins on my podcast, okay? If you just put a plan in motion and you just did it, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you would ultimately get him on your podcast. Now, there's a couple caveats. One, I can't guarantee how long it would take. It might take three years, okay? Um, And the other part is that most people, after a week, after 90 days, after six months of doing this, would just give up, okay? Because it's like, how bad do you really want it? But if you literally did it every single day of every week, for as long as you can withstand that, you would get his attention to get on your podcast. I guarantee you. But you got to make sure that six months in, you might say it might be another year and a half. 
And that seems crazy, but that's what it would take to get Goggins, you know, on, on your podcast, you know. So I should just, try. I should just go for it. Why not? Go for it. But don't don't like four days in be like, oh, I tried. He didn't do it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah. That's like never, that's I'm, that's like most. Mo- did you know that ninety five percent of an ninety nine percent of podcasts don't go past twenty episodes? I heard you talk about that on one of your podcasts. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. It's the same thing with with business. Most business owners, it's like they they try. They give up too early. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. People give up before the game begins. Um, And and that's the issue. It's like, well, it's funny. People will they'll work towards something, but but it's it's like you're on a roller coaster and you give up. Before it gets and you you decide to like you decide that the roller coaster is not fun before it gets to the top of the first hill, right? And it's like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, so it, it, you know, you compare it to like like weight loss or weight lifting, right? But let's say weight loss. Somebody says, all right, I want to lose twenty pounds. This first couple of weeks, you're trying. Not a whole lot's happening with the body. You're you're you you're drinking more water. You're eating less. You're working out, but you weigh the same. And most people just give up. I shouldn't say most people, but many times. I've been there. People give up. And it's like, okay, you just got to be consistent and just trust the process and continue on and continue on. And that's with anything, right? There's a book that I have called uh, Three Feet from Gold. And it's like, dig, 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 dig. You're looking for something. You're looking for something. You're looking for something. It's not there. You give up. You don't know that it's not three feet away, right? And, And so if you have this idea of, you know, getting up one last time, doing taking one more step um giving one more effort one more thing that could be the the answer that's true of life right never give up just give it one more day like jocko willink says right hey don't rest today rest one thing he says the one thing you should procrastinate is rest yes you feel like you need a day off fair enough wait till tomorrow just not today take take tomorrow off and then when tomorrow comes don't take today off (laughs) You know, well, but yeah, so so no, it, it's decided to, to, to reevaluate tomorrow. Take action today, reevaluate tomorrow. If you decide you need that day off, take that day off. But if, if you if you still have that, if you're like, no, I don't need that day off, that was just that was that was weakness masquerading as need, right? Yeah, don't yeah. don't don't let weakness masquerade as need. Um, and yeah, it's it's interesting, it's like. Uh, oh, what was I was gonna say? I, I blanked on what I was gonna say, but, but yeah, giving up before before you have the chance to succeed is just, I don't know. It's like there was a guy. There was a guy uh, in an interview I just saw, and I don't know where it was. He had jumped off. This guy had jumped off. The, I think it was the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, he was a and he, he survived. Yeah, and he survived. And he, he survived, and he said he jumped off. And I don't know, it was the minute he jumped off or the minute he hit the water, his, his vertebrae shattered and he went underwater and his, he opened his eyes and he realized, oh shit, like I'm alive and I don't want to die. And, and it's this whole interview. It's a really good interview. But the idea that this idea that if he had that, and I'm not, I'm not in his shoes. Uh, I've never been in, in that circumstance, but the idea of like, hang on one more day, right? Um, you, you know, you never know. Like, I wonder how many times people have committed suicide and had they waited one more day or had, you know, something else come up that later that day that might have saved them. And, and I'm not trying to get all existential on you, but, but it's just, it, it's so true with so many things in life, so many things in life that um, by not giving up, not quitting, waiting one more day, uh, one more rep, um, getting up one, what, what, what's, there's, a, there's a quote that says, uh, Fall down six times, get up seven. You know, uh, it's so true. It's so true. Um, yeah. So. For sure, and um, I think it's it is interesting. But now, now, now you got me thinking of like to get Goggins on the podcast. It would be like yeah. doing a Goggins workout twice a day until Goggins yeah. comes on my podcast. Because yeah. like you, I would just come see the kind of crap he does when he'll do like a thousand pull ups, and I just say, okay, doing three hundred push up. 300 pull-ups and then you know x amount of push-ups um but and then and then you know every night just going for like a five ten mile run or something insane 
It sounds great in theory. And I do that. I would do if you get Goggins on, you get to give me a shout. Eric, hi. Hey, what's up, Goggins? How are you, sir? Um, <laughs> but no, and, and, and he, um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah. So most people, it's, it's like, it sounds great in theory. At some point, it would get old. It's like, how bad do you, you how do bad anything. do you want it? How bad do you want it? You can do anything you want. Uh, you just have, you to, have want to want it. it. Yep. And you got to want it yeah. bad enough. And you got to know that it's going to suck and it's going to hurt and it's going to be difficult. I'll, I'll give an example. So one of the things that I've implemented in my life as a result of my, the P, my PTSD, there have been thir- certain things I've had to implement in my life, like baby steps to make small improvements. And one of those has been ice baths. Okay. And I know that seem, they seem kind of trendy these last few months, but that's okay. They work. So I've been, so like this morning, I took an ice bath and it was colder than I normally get it. And I got in and I loved it, but I hated it. I, I, I hated it, but I loved it. And, and I, what I loved about it is that I hated it, but I was doing it and I was in it. I was, I was feeling it. I was in it. But, and I bring this up, we're comparing to like most people, you know, they'll give up. I was only in there for four minutes and I knew I was in there for four minutes. If I knew it would have been an hour long, I don't know how I would have done, but the four minutes were, were, were good. And I sat there and I was thinking of Goggins. And for those listening, like, like Parker and I talked before, like, like I'm a huge Goggins fan. He's a big part of why I'm, I'm still here today and I'm doing what I'm doing and the progress that I've made. And so I think of him a lot. I think of the, the, the struggles he's gone through. I think about his message, which is just, just fucking go through it and do it. Right. So I'm sitting in the, in this, in my ice bath and it was cold. Right. And I was thinking, and I was thinking of like the Navy SEAL training and I, I could never be a Navy SEAL, never wanted to be a Navy SEAL, but it got me thinking, I'm so cold. I'm so uncomfortable. And this is not even like touching the surface of what many people go through in their lives, of their challenges, of their difficulties. And I thought, if I had to sink down into this water and hold my breath for as long as I could, and I'm thinking of like the, the buds training, I would die. I would not make it, you know. Um, but, but, but sitting there and, and handling four minutes of this freezing water was something that I could do. And it's, it's about these bite-sized pieces, right? Later today, I'm going to do a workout. And hopefully that workout sucks, but I can push harder. Maybe I, instead of 100 burpees, maybe I'll do 120. And that, that mentality, it's like I try to keep that in my brain as my daily, like, like every day pushing, taking one step, one step, one step. And so um, I just, I find that his, and I don't know where I was going with this, but I find that his messaging and, and what he talks about is just so true. And you can do what you want. You just have to want it bad enough and execute every day. No excuses. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, and what you were talking about is, it, it, I don't remember ex- who it was. It was either Jocko or Goggins, but it, but it reminds me of, of what they say and it, it um, or what he said, I don't know which one, but what he said. And it was, um, you know, that when you do something hard, when you do something you don't want to do, you know, that when you get done with it, you will feel better. You know that for a fact. Yes. So why put it off? Yes. Uh, like, like y- yes. the reason that you that you're gonna feel better is because you don't want to do it, but right. you d- were disciplined and you pushed through. When you are avoiding confrontation with someone and you just finally get it done, yeah, the confrontation may suck. Yeah, it might hurt your relationship or whatever. But the fact that you did it feels amazing. Yeah, that is so. So funny you say that. So this morning on the ice bath, just sticking with that, I enjoy them. Like I really enjoy them for that reason. So this morning, but I can't stop to think about it. I just, I get the ice, I go put in the thing and I don't procrastinate. I don't say, oh, let me make breakfast first. I just, I just do it. Well, this morning I had a moment where I started to pause like, ooh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll hold off. And I realized, no, 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 just do it. Because I know as soon as I get out, I'm going to feel fucking great, you know. And and it's like, it's I go back to my college days with your dad, right? We would be hungover as shit. And we would get up the next morning as a team, and we would all we'd go run for 10 miles. I never, ever, 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 ever came back from a 10-mile run feeling like shit or still being hungover. 
I always felt great. Yeah, I mean, you probably felt physically, you might have felt terrible, but mentally, you feel so much better. Yeah, um, yeah, 100%. yeah. I couldn't and, agree with that. And, and this came up for me the other day. Uh, it was what I think it was yesterday. So yesterday, um, I uh, I overslept, and I got up at eight as a I think it was eight as opposed to six, right? And that's not bad. But that two hours can be a huge difference, especially when you plan your day around getting yeah. up at six. Yes. Um, you lost two and, hours of your day. Yeah. and so I got up and I'm like, okay, well, um, uh, what was it? I, I was like, okay, well, I just got to start my day, right? So I went, I got dressed and all this stuff. And then I was, and I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just work out later, you know, not a big deal. But then, but then after a minute, I was like, no, I don't, no, I can, I don't have any time sensitive thing. I can start my day later, and I know that I'm going to feel better after I work out, even though I don't want to. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, when, after I chose to work out, I felt so good, right? Yeah. Like, like it, and I didn't even do anything crazy, right? Yeah. I, I did, um, Four I don't know, like, I, yeah, I think I did uh, some, like, squats and, like, but, like, not that many. Some squats and maybe some push-ups or something. And it was, like, maybe maybe 100 reps between both or something. Right, and right, it, right. so it wasn't that much. I think, it, yeah. yeah, I think it was 100. I think I did 25, um, two sets of 25 push-ups and two sets of 25 uh, squats. It's, like, not, it's not that much. But just the act of getting it done, especially when I had committed at the beginning of the week to working out every day. Like, even if, like, that's, that's one of the things they say in Atomic Habits is just do it you can scale it it doesn't you don't have to do the full your goal is to do the full thing but it is 100 times better to do it to do one to do you know five percent of the job as opposed to zero percent of the job because you at least followed through to some level right and it's it comes back to i always say give your i say this to myself i talk to myself a lot um give yourself a win. Give yourself wins every day. You have to be to be successful and get better and feel better, and you got to give yourself uh, wins. And so that is a win. Uh, what one thing that I was doing to give myself, and and you have to have like small wins throughout the day, right? And so for me, the small wins are everything from um, taking. Uh, I take, you know, my cinnamon and my fish oil every day. I keep it up here to remind me, right? So. So being healthy and everything from like my, my, um, my vitamins to, and this is what you were saying, I, for a while there, I was doing 100 push-ups a day. Nothing spectacular and not all at once. I would do literally, I would do 10, make a cup of coffee, do 10, forget, come back an hour later, do 10, 10, 10. And then the goal was just by the end of the day to do 100. So it might have been spread throughout uh, all day. But you did but it. I was like, I did it. Right. And then I started noticing like, okay, a little posture, better, a little tighter. And then I would start going, all right, well, why am I, why am I doing these throughout the day? Just do them now. Right. So I would do 15 I'd wait a couple minutes or a minute. I do 15. And then I would do my hundred in the, in the, in the short burst. And what it would do is it would take away the idea that it was a workout. Cause if I never set aside the time to do a workout, I wouldn't do my hundred pushups, but I could do them. I could take five minutes from the desk and do 100 push-ups. I could do it uh, coming home from picking up the kids, 100 push-ups, right? And so it's the idea that I made it. I didn't get an official workout and make it a thing. I just did 100 push-ups. And I started to feel a little bit better, a little tighter. And then oftentimes that would lead to doing an actual workout, going in the garage yeah. and doing you know, deadlift or, or squats, pull-ups, whatever, or going for a run. And it perpetuated. And then it reminded me to drink more water. Right. And so it was these things that these little things, this little win that gave me the success pattern to move on to the next little win to the point where I created a list of these things. I'm like, what if I just did this every day? And I'm no joke. I have a list of things that I would just do every day. A list of wins. A list of wins. And every night I'd look and go, where am I at? Oh, shit. I forgot to do my pushups. And I'd bang them out right then and there. Right. And. What I found is that over just a short period of time, I didn't even look at my list anymore. I was just doing them. And as I sit here today, I still do these things and I feel so much better. But it's and not a thing you have to do. It's a part of who you are. 
it, exactly. It's a part of who I am. It's just, it's like a whatever. And um, it's not a big deal. I just do it. And I know it's contributing. I know because of the consistency of it, doing it every day, uh, it's just, is is continuing to improve both my physical uh, health as well as my, my mental well-being. And it's, and it's, I'm going to, it's fucking amazing. I'm telling you, each one by itself is nothing. But when you put them all together, whew, okay, that's some good shit you got done there. And that, that's, I, I get passionate about this. I know you can see it because that's just, that's, that's life leadership. That's life it's, lessons. Yeah, it's, like, it's a, anything. It's a fundamental truth of life. Yeah. That one, you know, um, you know, making, making, you know, a hundred, making one dollar is nothing. But repeating that over and over and over until you make, you know, a hundred dollars. Yeah. This is on a small scale, but like, yeah. Yes, and, and any action, any small action done over a long period of time with a, with a large amount of consistency can add up to be an absolutely major action. Yeah. So, um, and, and also, whenever you quote yourself like that, what you, like you did in the beginning, you've got to say, a wise man once told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a wise man once told myself. That was me telling myself something. Uh, yes, a, a wise man once told myself. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Man, yeah, I think I, I, I love to look at these things, um, especially because it's like there's so many, like at the end of the day, there are so many things. There are so many things to learn. We, as, we, live, in, we, we live with this fundamental misbelief that we don't have anything to learn sometimes, and that is the, the biggest misconception on earth because yeah. you can be the expert, but there's always more to learn. Um, and, and, and I've been, and I, and I think it also comes down to how the, um, education system functions because we look at the education system and it's so cookie cutter. And the issue is that what I don't like about it is it throws you out of high school and it says you're done, you know, or college and it says you're done, but education is lifelong. Um, and having these exact days, like you're done, you know, you should be done by this time. Everybody's life clocks are different, right? Um, I mean, there are people that got rich at 50 and people that, get, that got rich at 12, right? There, yeah. is a, there are fundamental differences between everyone's life clock, um, everyone's timeline. And so it's completely unfair to, to put these, these cookie-cutter conveyor belt timelines on, on, on a diverse set of people. I, I mean, my personal opinion is education should be done on a case-by-case basis. Uh, it, it should yeah. be, it should be, learn, you know, know the kid, know the person, and also know yourself. Know how you need to be educated. But you have to try all the different ways of learning in order to figure out what works for you. You have to figure out your structure. You've got to figure out what you're passionate about because that is the biggest um, misconception is when people, you know, have learning disability or learning, you know, challenges. It's, it's often less that they don't want to learn and more that they don't like what they're learning about. Right. And I've well, seen that. It was, uh, I remember Joe Rogan said, he, he's, they said, oh, hey, um, this is one of his interviews. He said, yeah, he goes, uh, uh, you know, oh, Joe Rogan, he, he's, his mom said, he, he, he's so passionate, or he's not passionate about school. He's not, you know, I forgot what it was. And it's like, no, he's just not passionate about what it is that he's doing. Like, he's, he's a hard worker. You just don't know it because he's not doing the things that he wants to do back when he was in school. But once he found out what he liked to do, his hard work, ethics were easily applied to this thing over here, you know, and this idea that um, he found what he liked and what he wanted to do and his true inner hardworking person came out to, to, to be passionate about the things that he was doing. Yeah, and I think the, tr the truth is that I, 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 I hate history. I hate learning history. Just like I, I, love, I love like the idea of the history. But like the way it's taught or like, you know, having to write these super long essays on it. Right. Didn't like that. Yeah. And but then I'm like, OK, well, I, I like I, I'm passionate about leadership, you know, passionate about these things. And so that's where I focus my time now. I focus on learning. I focus on this podcast is realistically for, for all you listening. You guys want to know the truth. The, 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 the podcast is the Trojan horse for getting to listen to people I'd never thought I or getting to talk to people I'd, I'd never have the opportunity to talk to otherwise. That is a quote from Travis Chappelle, uh, one, who runs one of the most successful podcasts in the world. Um, he's had some of the most high-level guests imaginable, and I couldn't agree more. It's a learning opportunity, so that's where I focus. I focus on 
talking and working with entrepreneurs who are doing the things I want to do. And the classes I'm taking, I'm taking classes at a place uh, in uh, up here called Blue Door. And I'm taking two classes. And one of them is fun, and one of them is just like an, more responsibility, right? So the first one that I take in the morning is improv because it's a blast and the teacher's awesome. Oh, it's like, cool. I just do that because it's fun, right? Yeah. I do that because I enjoy it. Um, yeah. And then the other class I take is, is leadership where, you know, I just help out with like all the things, the, the events they put on in, at the school uh, and all of these things. And because I'm like, why not? Like, it, it's a skill set that I have, so I'll contribute in, in every way I can. Uh, and, and so it, it comes from a place of understanding. And it's not like, I think the other misconception is you have to take a class to learn, right? You have to do these things to learn. Learning is a specific way. Learning is infinite in how it can be done, and it's infinite in, in how much of it you can do. Um, and so the biggest way I learn is by doing, because if I read how to start a successful podcast, what's that? What's, right. What is that going to do for me? Right. I can right. read that once at the beginning, but the only way I'm going to learn how to make a successful podcast is to make a successful podcast. It's a really <laughs> shocking, yeah. the, the yeah. best way to learn how to do something is to do the thing you want to learn. Really, you know, shocking. Uh, it, 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 it should be obvious. And yeah. that's, it's like, if you want to look like, there, there are things that we should learn. There are things we should learn to fun be functioning members of society. But beyond that point, we should be doing the things we want to do. The, the, doing the things we want to learn. Obviously, we should have mentors in our lives guiding us towards those things, helping us decide what those things are. But once you know, like you said, the hardest decision in life is figuring out what you want to do. But if you figure that out, it, education sh should not be uh, on these other topics that are completely irrelevant. Those should be the passion projects as opposed to the things you want to do being the passion projects. Because in our modern education system, if you look at it, if you want to go, if you want to go be a video editor, I'll just, you know, it's easy. That's an easy example to pull from. In, in public school, you are going to be, you are going to be learning all you, you, let's say you want to be an entrepreneur in the realm of video production and digital, you know, digital produ uh, content. You are going to be thrown into all of these other classes like, uh, you know, history or other things, you know, other classes that don't serve you. And then, and those are going to be your requirements. Those are the those are your number one objectives. The things that are going to that are irrelevant to what you want to do. And then the things you want to do, like video editing, you're going to have a a video class, right? And that's an elective that goes on once a week. And so it's it's backwards. So to some degree, here's 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 in my eyes, you should support you should support students through their journey. Help them answer the hardest question of what they want to do. And then from there, their education should shift. Their education should shift from fundamental things as the primary and what they want to do as the secondary to what they want to do should be the primary once they figure it out. And everything else should be secondary. Yes, they should still put in the work. Yes, they should still do these things because they don't necessarily want to do them. And, that's, and there's value there. But that... But but those learning th those things should be secondary, and they shouldn't be learning about it 100% of the time. They should be doing it. They should be finding internships, finding places to go to learn what they do and don't want to do. And and, and so if 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 the education system were up to me, that's how I'd structure it. So I I agree. I love that. I love that. My question to you would be: Is at what age do you think that this should start to shift? Right. For example. For example. I have a 13, he's almost 13 year old. I think probably a little too young for that. They need the broad spectrum, high school maybe. Um, and now are you talking at the at the post high school, let's say the college level, uh, or were you talking about in high school? What are your, what are your so thoughts? So my, 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 my point from earlier was that timelines are, timelines are kind of bullshit, right? right. Having these exact timelines, um, having these, you know, great uh, places you have to be, eighth grade, eighth grade level reading, right? Yeah, right That's, right. So it's a case by case basis, yeah. you know. So if if student A is, is is if student A is ready to take these things on at age ten, then student A should take these things on at age ten. 
But if student B isn't ready to take these things on till age 16, then they shouldn't take these things on till age 16, but you should support them and push them towards that. You should yeah. push them towards getting to the point where they are ready to do those things. But at the same time, you have to understand the, fundamental, um, the, the fundamentals of being a human, that there's no such thing as a, as a cookie cutter timeline for every person. Right. And I, I think that our, and I'm no expert on the education system by any means. I, I barely got through high school and college, but I think our education system is built for the masses as a group, as a whole, and to tailor it more so for the individual, I think, um, poses, that's where the challenge comes in. Just like any large organization, right? Look at like, uh, I'll just go to what I know, Los Angeles Police Department, 10,000 cops. When a policy is written, it's not written for you or me. Uh, let's say we're cops. It's written for the entire organization because you have to, you have to have a rule or a law or something that applies to the masses because that's what you're dealing with. And once you start to make it rules or laws, uh, uh, policies for the individual officers because they're better or they go off the deep end or whatever, that becomes more challenging. And so within the education system, I, I don't, I don't have the answer, but I'm, I know it's just, it's like herd mentality. Like, yeah, this is. We put everybody through, you know, eighth grade math, English, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then as they get older, the idea then obviously now they've been exposed to a lot of these things. They have the foundation. Then from there, they can spin off and, and work their specialty or their vocational programs or whatever they're going to do. And but I then I'm going to even bring it down to the parents. That's where the parenting comes in, because hopefully I pick up on what my kids are passionate about. Hopefully I've explored this with them. I've asked them questions. I know that they like science or math or podcasting, just like, let's just like you shit. I keep, I, as I'm talking, I forget that you're 16 years old and you're doing something while you're in high school, right? You're still in high school or did you graduate years ago? I don't still know. in high okay. school. So you, you're, you're in high school, but you're doing things right now on your own to better yourself within the passion and, and the things that you really, really love to do. That is not normal. That is not um, typical. And I commend you for that. Um, and I wish more, and I don't know if that was your own doing, your genetics or your parents were really influencing all, you. Kind or, of all of it. Or combination, exactly. All of those things, you know. So it, it really is, um, I mean, there's a lot of things about the education system that are just fucked up, right? A lot I, of it, yeah. I, I talk about, when I look at money, Money is such a huge part of, uh, of our lives, you know, and how we'll be successful or not successful, um, how we earn an income, the type of life that we provide for ourselves. And so um, they don't teach real money uh, concepts or principles to my kids. So that's up to me as a parent to do that, right? Um, I remember in school, I learned how to write a check. That's spending money. Well, my kids will learn how to invest. They will learn how to save. They will learn how to budget. They will learn how to, um, you know, earn the things that they want to buy. And so uh, I know I'm going on a rant, but it really is. Um, I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't trust the entities. I don't trust government to take care of me. I don't trust the, the school systems to educate my kids beyond the basic cookie cutter bullshit. Um, they're going to get a basic education. They're going to get their socialization. But the specifics that I want them to learn based on my almost 50 years of living, the things that I've done wrong, the things that I see are bullshit, I want to teach them and have them learn the things that I think will allow them to succeed in life. Yeah, and, I, and, and so, so my, what I would say to that is, first off, I, I, I totally agree. And I think the issue is in today's society, we've been conditioned by the school by schooling systems that you just send your kids and they handle the rest, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's fundamentally untrue. Yeah. And so it, the education does education starts with the parent, and that is that is huge. Um, so there's a uh, there's a school system called uh, Acton Acton Academy, um, and it is all around that you know entrepreneur mindset and helping. And basically, what you're saying is you know helping. But it all starts with the parents. And so this is one thing I would say to any, anyone watching who's curious about education. Um, look up Matt Boudreau. He is the founder of Apogee Strong, the mentorship program, which I credit a lot of like my ability to take on hard things too. Um, and at this age, being able to do it. But then also, he, um, he was a big component to expanding Acton Academy. He, and he understands the education system 
to such a large degree because he started in the education system and then left it to start his own schools. Um, and I would recommend that you listen to his episode on the, of the, on the education system um, on a podcast called Always Forward. It's hosted by Nick Kumalatsos. Look it up, Always Forward Podcast, um, and look for the episode with Matt Boudreau. That episode is mind-boggling. He dives into the, his journey, the fundamental, and, and how the education system was started, um, and, a lot of the, and a lot of these details. So that would be my number one thing. Dive into that if you are curious about these things because he is an expert on these topics, but fundamentally what it comes down to is it starts with the parents. So if you're a parent listening, right, and you send your kids to school and, don't exp- and, and, and just let them handle it, you should, han- you should handle the other things. Now, it does suck that a, f- that a normal school takes up 90% of a kid's day, which, is kind of, which I don't think it should. Um, but in the other time, you should be working on teaching them. You should be active in their lives. You should be the, you should be the, mo- the number one educator in their lives, not their teachers. At the end of the day, the most important educator is you because you're the one whose actions they see. You're the one who they want to copy. You're the person they want to be. So make sure that you have yourself in order and that you are an example of who you want them to become. But also check yourself. Make sure that at a fundamental level you are. Make sure that that it's not just an appearance you put up when you're around your kids. Make sure it's a fundamental part of your being. I agree 100% with everything you just said. Yeah. Man, um, thank you for yeah. coming on, as yeah, always. I mean, this I mean, is always... It's, it's funny because it's like, we got topic, did, we how... can go on, we can go on. I mean, we, we didn't even scratch the surface on so many other things. But hey, if you need more at the end of the month, you know, we got... Oh, yeah. More, and, and, and it's funny. I, how, it's crazy an hour's already gone by. And we just kind of yeah. had a conversation. And that's, <laughs> that's what I like to do. It's conversation yeah. station. Um, hey, that's a good name. You should call it that. <laughs> oh yeah, huh, huh, huh. Couldn't be me. You know, you're not listening to the conversation station. You're listening to the conversation bacon. I should change bacon to station. Um, but yeah, um, and and we only scratched the surface. Um, and you know, at some point, what we got to do is we got to like we got to do an in-person episode and just go for three hours and dive into everything. And you know what um, else we could do is come up like let's talk offline. Come up with some questions too. That like, what do we want to answer? It's what do like, we want to talk about? Yeah. yeah like questions. And, and give me a couple so I know. And then give me some that we that I have no effing clue. You know what I mean? Like just for like the surprise factor, for the shock factor. Um, how quick am I going to think on my feet? Maybe even, you know what you could start doing? And I'm not telling you how to run your, run yeah. your business here. But if you, uh, I, I like it when there's certain podcasts, they ask the same, let's say, three questions at the end of every interview or something like that. That's always kind of fun. And so I do have one question I ask at the end of all my interviews. Oh, shit, you do? Wait, I feel like I should know this. But no, I, you okay. shouldn't because I just, I just integrated it. So <laughs> right no now. episodes have come out with it on. So, so for the episodes that are coming out in September, they'll all have this at the end. But none, none, none before. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. I'm glad you took my advice immediately and uh, decided to. Implement yeah, I, I don't know. I, well, I took your your advice like two hours ago before you gave it to me. But I'll yeah. I'll, I'll let you have this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, only, if only my wife would take my advice, that would be better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got to find a time to to do one in person because it's always so much. It's it's always just better in person. Like I fundamentally, know. it is. Um, yeah. and, and and I mean, you're not too far, and we can always find a time. What I got to do oh. is I need to make sure. That I have uh, a a a uh, I need to make sure that I have a good setup set up for doing in person interviews. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, I've done I've done one. A microphone, whatever. Yeah, so I, I have that stuff. It just comes down to it. Like I need to get what I what I really need to just get is one more camera so that I can do yeah. um, high quality two camera because recording on my yeah. phone for two camera isn't as good because yeah. you can't zoom in properly. Okay. But um, yeah, let, we'll we'll totally have to find Did a time I, to do that. I'd fly up there for the weekend just because, like, like hang out with your dad. You know, my mom lives uh, a little further away. You know, maybe I think she's maybe a hundred. She? Uh, Danville in the Bay Area. Okay, so that's a couple hundred miles, 100, 150 miles, something like that. But um, yeah, and and I'm f- I'm figuring some stuff out because I might have the opportunity to use us a, um, a podcast studio in Roseville uh, in the future. Okay. 
Yeah. So finding yeah. out what that looks like uh, later this week. But yeah. yeah, so so the question that I leave every guest with now, um, <laughs> it's really simple. It's just what is what is one takeaway? What is what is the one thing f- to the person listening? What is the one takeaway? Um, what is the one piece of information? What is your message that you want to leave with these people, uh, leave with the audience as they go forward um, into Ooh. their lives? Mine's going to be a compound sentence. So it's really two ideas blended into one sentence. So it's really one idea because I can't, I can't decide which one is more important. <clears throat> so it's do things that suck and don't ever give up. And that's it. And I say this because when you do things that suck, you develop sort of a callus for things that suck. And you get better when things come up that you don't want to do, but you got to. So it's a practiced behavior. And when you want to quit and give up, just don't. And it sounds simple, but if you can execute that, you get better at it. So yes. doing things that suck and don't give up. Yeah, Take I like one to- extra step, go one extra day, and 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 deal with it then, right? Do, deal with, like, wait till tomorrow to take a day off. And then when tomorrow comes, you reassess. And if you keep that same philosophy of not giving up, you'll just perpetuate it. So that's yeah. my, that's my, that's my two steps. Yeah. And my, and, and I would, I would sum that up in, um, what was I going to say? Uh, the fact that wanting to give up is the number one sign that you shouldn't. Ooh, I like that. It's the number one sign that you shouldn't because it, it is your mind playing tricks on you. Your mind is tricking you into into believing that you need to give up, that you want to, that you have to give up. But in reality, you are far stronger than you believe. And every runner, every athlete knows this, that you see that hill, you do not want to go up that hill. Your legs are, you know, your legs are, are, are tired and your mind is telling you, give up, walk, you know, breathe. And, but, but if you get up that hill, you're, you're fine, right? 95% of the time you are completely fine. So wanting to give up is the number one sign that you shouldn't. Thank you for coming on here, Eric. Thanks for having me, Parker. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you guys at home for watching. I'm Parker Imerell. I've been talking to Eric Hyde, and this has been The Conversation Station.